friends, and welcome to the very first episode of Beauty Boss. This week, we have the absolute pleasure of chatting to it girl and all-round girl boss, Cardia Milan. Not many people actually know I was very overweight, so I've lost almost 30 kilos since I was really young. I post stuff and I'm like, okay, that was personal. I don't know what comes into my head or what I... It's like I go autopilot. I didn't really know how to do makeup that well. Like, I didn't really know anything, but I just kind of, like, faked it. I'm Jackie May from the team at Girlfriend, and every week we'll be bringing you an interview with one of the biggest names in the industry and finding out all of their tips and tricks. But before we get to all of that, I want to introduce you to my beautiful co-host and makeup tragic, Hi. Alana Smith. Hi. Hello. Thank you for having me. It's true. I do have a severe makeup addiction that is uh, unwavering and unstoppable. <laughs> it's really upsetting, especially for my bank account. So we're going to dive straight into our holy grails and our beauty fails. Alana, what's your fave product of the week? Favourite product this week. I'm going super bougie. Standard. What's new? <laughs> uh, and it's my new Dior Backstage Glow Face Palette. I'm yep. living for the glowy bronzer in it. I mean, it's two highlighters and a blush as well. So it's, it's everything that you need. Um, it's giving me the summer glow of my dreams, but it is $76. <laughs> Uh, she's a pretty penny from Sephora, but totally worth the splurge because I look like I've been photoshopped every day. <laughs> you do. You really do. It is three loves. Thank you. I, I do give it three out of five. If it was cheaper, it would be more. I'm absolutely digging the Wizardry and Witchcraft eyeshadow palette with the matching brushes, of course. If you know anything about me, I have three loves in life. Dogs, Kylie Jenner and Harry Potter. So for your inner Harry Potter fangirl, this palette and brush set is to die for. And the quality? Amazing. The brushes way overdo the quality of the eyeshadow. They're so soft and they really spread the product. They are $55 a pop though, Mm. but it is a collection that is very aesthetically pleasing sitting on Mm. your makeup shelf. She is a collectible item. Collectible. Five out of five BB stars if you are a fangirl. Very nice. Now, uh... Fail of the week is me yes. this week. I had a super fancy event to go to. I was really feeling myself. I had to put my Hollywood tape on to make sure I didn't have an incident yep. at the event. Kept my dress on the whole night. Super fine. No disasters at the event. Mm-hmm. Got home, went to hop into the shower. Accidentally ripped a little bit of skin off with my overly sticky Hollywood oh. tape. Um, don't forget to patch test. It's very important, ladies, that sticky can be too sticky careful with your little your little skinny bits nightmares how did you fix it i I just had to wash it and wait for it to scab up (laughs) delicious yeah it's a really really it's unfortunately a fail that i have no fix for just be more careful (laughs) next time okay well enough about us let's jump straight into our lovely chat with cardia So this week we have the absolute pleasure of chatting to it girl and all-round girl boss Cardia Milan. She's a YouTuber and a model with over 1 million followers online and has even collabed for her own clothing line. But what we really love about her is how real she is on social media, taking a deep dive into issues like mental health and how to embrace who you are. So welcome to the show, Cardia. Hi, that would make me blush. (laughs) Thank you. What a nice intro. (laughs) Anytime. Come to us as your hype girls. I will. (laughs) So we're going to start today with our quick fire questions that we Mm -hmm. always ask when we have people in the studio. So first question, if you could only use one beauty product for the rest of your life, what would it be? Um, Eyeliner. (laughs) I didn't think I'd actually say that, but yeah, eyeliner. (laughs) 
What one word would you describe your beauty routine with? Diverse. (laughs) (laughs) And what has been your biggest beauty fail? When I was younger, putting way too much bronzer on my face and having an orange face and a white body. (laughs) It was like my all-in-one makeup um, product that I used. (laughs) And what's the beauty trend you've never mastered? Oh, my God. I can't think of any. I don't know. like too good. (laughs) No, like I'm so – I don't go much out of my comfort zone with it all that much. I don't know what's – maybe like the graphic liner looks when people do it above their eyes and stuff. I've never been able to do that. But I haven't really tried too hard either, so <laughs> I just don't think I'd be that good at it. And our fifth and final question, when do you feel most beautiful? Um, when I'm at the beach. Yeah. Aww. So let's start. Let's rewind all the way back to the beginning. Uh-huh. How did you start on YouTube? Um, my story is really funny and kind of stupid because I um, it was an accident, like a complete accident. <laughs> I used to do makeup. Um, well, I started falling in love with makeup when I was in school because I went to a acting school. I studied theatre for three years and before that I'd studied it my whole life. And um, in school our acting coaches were like, you know, you've got to be realistic. It's a really hard industry, blah, blah. And I was like... <laughs> I'm going to find a shortcut. So I started doing like makeup for stage and for film and like was trying to learn like prosthetic makeup, etc. So I became really passionate about it. And um, some friends of mine started asking like, can you show us how to do your makeup? And I was like, well, I can't individually show all of you. So I'll just film it and I'll, I'll email it to you guys. And the file was too big to email. So that one of my friends said, put it on YouTube and send us the link. And I put it on YouTube. I'd never really like known about the platform before besides watching like makeup videos myself. Yeah. Um, and I uploaded it not knowing it was on public. And it went from there. I kind of like I'm from Brisbane, so it's quite a small town and everyone kind of knows everyone. And people were like, what the hell, Cardia? Like, why did you post a makeup video? And I was like. I don't know. And I don't. I couldn't tell you why I did the second one or the third one, but I think that's where it's kind of like – that's when it was like a th- like I started doing like a Kylie Jenner makeup tutorial and that's what actually made my channel something because it, it went viral because that's when Kylie Jenner had started like – that was yeah. when she was a trend and I did like the, the eyeliner and red lip look when she had really small lips. Yeah. <laughs> that was like her signature and I did one of that and it, it went from there and like – it's really crazy when I think back because I'm like, I, like I don't actually know what I was thinking as to why to do that. Like, <laughs> I don't know. So yeah, I was very lucky. Did your following like, you know, grow really quickly or was it kind of a slow process? At, at yeah, at the start it was like, well, for back then, I mean, I did this like four or so years ago, and, and I social media wasn't really a huge thing at this time. Um, so I guess it did grow quite fast. Um, it mainly started growing quite fast when I started doing more fashion festival fashion stuff when like boho fashion became a thing because mm. that's always been my style ever since I was young. And also when um, Cara Delevingne came on the scene because she had big eyebrows. So I literally like got lucky because everything <laughs> that I was was becoming in trend. Yeah. So it just worked really well and it was a really natural progression. So, yeah, it's it's weird. <laughs> <laughs> Were you really excited, you know, watching your view counts go up and yeah. more followers tuning in? Well, and- I wasn't even thinking like, – because it was such a passion thing for me. Like I loved making videos like – I, in, when I went to this theatre school, I also majored in filmmaking. So I loved, you know, making creative videos or travel vlogs or anything. So it was like a major hobby for me. So when people started actually like coming on board, I was like, 
oh my god like this is so weird because I felt and still feel so normal yeah and it's so it was a really weird thing but yeah (laughs) what we love most about your content is how real you keep it and you know you you don't shy away from any personal topics um was it hard to sort of put your whole self out there you know to the world really it's really weird because like in I guess the first time maybe I don't know it's like how I started I don't know what comes into my head or what I it's like I go (laughs) autopilot I'm like you've just got to do this like I feel like growing up I've not many people actually know I was very overweight so I've lost almost 30 kilos since I was really young so I struggled so much with self-confidence and like living my life like I felt like I didn't I could never live my life properly because I was so self-conscious and I was bullied and I literally got to a point where I was like I have this platform and people are now saying they look up to me that like they want to be like me and I was like you didn't even know what I've been through like (laughs) you don't even know what people individually struggle with and I hated that I hated that people wanted my life or wanted to be me instead of focusing on like how amazing they you know were or are so Mm. it, it I guess it's just like a natural thing that was in me that was like Uh, If I wanted to stay sane within this like job, I really needed to do something that could give back and help others because it would, I just, it it feels like such a selfish job because, or like, I don't know how to explain it because I get so much and it seems effortlessly like, you know, just passed to me and it's not because I know I do the hard work, but I feel like to make it fair almost for myself, I, I love to give back just to make sure that. It's just good karma. It's like a flow on effect and I feel like there's longevity in that because I don't want to be unrealistic about this job. Like it's kind of like, I don't know, it's weird because it, ha- it was just passed to me almost. So, yeah, it. I don't know. It was just a natural thing that I feel like I needed to do. <laughs> but it was scary. <laughs> it still is scary. <laughs> I post stuff and I'm like, okay, that was personal. My boyfriend's like, okay, she's going for it. <laughs> like, uh, putting it all out there. Yeah. <laughs> Would you say it helped build your confidence, like putting everything out there? A hundred percent. It helped me like become very in touch with myself and also other people because I would get feedback from them and they'd say, I've been through this or like, here's a tip for this. Like the community that I guess I've formed is so, it blows my mind, like how intelligent and switched on these like girls and boys are. And it's like, it's crazy because I never thought, I mean, they're the people that I always wanted to have in my life growing up, you know? So um, yeah, I got off track there, but yeah. <laughs> so you have had like lots of good responses from yeah. more of your serious videos as 100%, well? 100%. Like it's just really nice to see when people are like, I relate to this, I've been through this and it's stuff that maybe is new to me. Like when I started going through anxiety for the first time, I spoke, I knew I had to speak really openly about it, mm. even though it was terrifying. But the responses that people were then giving me, like, you can handle it in this way. You can do this. You can do this. I was like, I'm not crazy. I'm going to get through this just like other people do and will, you know? So, um, I think it was mainly that I know people that I follow that have spoken openly about their own struggles. That's like literally helps me so much or reading books about it. You know, that's how humans feel connected by knowing that they're not alone. Like, you know, so yeah. Yeah. Do you have any self-care tips, um, mm-hmm. you know, about your anxiety and when you're feeling particularly anxious? Yeah. I'm a rather spiritual person. I've grown up, I guess, quite connected to different sources of like, I don't know, just knowledge or a different way of believing. Like I grew up going to like a religious school and I've always been open to li- like a whole different world outside. Um, 
and anyone's different beliefs. But I think my way of handling it was kind of my mum always just educated me on like nature and holistic things. And I started becoming really interested in like first started as horoscopes and then it started like getting more into actual the whole astro thing, like really witchy and, you know, whatnot. And it, it's, it doesn't have to be what everyone believes in. It's just like what I cope with because I then got into like meditation and journaling and yeah. quite, you know, like yoga and all the hippy dippy stuff. But it actually was just a way that I could get really grounded and feel quite like, as I said, sane like and normal in this world that's like when you're in it, it's like it's not normal. Like having that many people know who you are is not normal and like the experiences I can do is not normal, especially like – I'm only t- I'm 20 now, but when I first started, it was like very overwhelming. So, yeah, doing doing those things like just making sure ta- I'm taking time to like sit and just like relax and journaling helps me kind of like put whatever's going on in here out. Like I don't have like a therapist I can go to every hour or every day like to be like, oh, like I don't know how to handle this. So kind of like I rely on myself for that. So which is good because I travel a lot. I need to be able to like touch base and anyone can do that stuff, you know. I'm, yeah, I'm a really firm believer in meditation and journaling. Like they just, they're way more powerful than I think a lot of people give them credit to be. But when you, when you try yourself, you, you definitely, you find that when you do it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you have created so many videos and spoken about so many different topics. Surely you have a favorite, you know, topic that you love to do, hauls or travel or... Um I, I love doing like the self-help videos, honestly, like yeah. as much as I love doing creative, I love making like wacky edits. That's so much fun for me. And I know people get their own weird inspiration out of that. Like, just like, I like to try and create them as if like, even if you live like in the middle of nowhere, you can watch this and feel like you were at this festival with me mm-hmm. or, you know, like I try and create that vibe. So I love them. And then the self-help videos, just because like, I feel like that's what I'm mainly passionate about is like doing the public speaking or just I don't know because the feedback is so nice like it's just nice to feel like I've helped someone not just I mean I love the beauty I love the fashion but it it's mainly making people be like oh my god I have to go spend money now you know like (laughs) it's just like when I watch them I'm like oh here we go online shopping like but yeah it's nice to do the ones that actually are going to like help someone's like life (laughs) out (laughs) do you ever struggle to come up with ideas for any of them I, I don't ever like think I just kind of if something's in my head that I feel really like it'll keep just ringing in my head speak about this speak about this speak about this until I just sit down and do it so yeah. it's normally just what I'm going through or what I've learned um, or currently experiencing that I'll just speak about or if there's like a current topic that's very like I don't know something going on in the world yeah. that needs to be spoken about I'll maybe like put my two cents in sometimes most of the time I stay out of really dramatic things but <laughs> Do you ever like scroll back through through all your videos and and cringe at some of the the past ones you've posted? My really young ones are like I'm like oh sweetie like what <laughs> <laughs> like you was I was just I, I almost admire myself though because I was so confident I didn't really know how to do makeup that well like I didn't really know anything but I just kind of like faked it like, and I was like but I actually went back and watched some of my old like self-help videos and I like sat there and was like oh my god I just inspired myself again like and it was nice though because I feel like as much as I can always try and be inspiring people sometimes like I lose track of that too because I'm just so caught up in my own world and that's what I actually f- felt like I have been for the past few months like dealing with different things and trying to like handle this workload that's just getting like 
so ridiculous. So I actually sat and watched one of my old videos talking about like law of attraction and manifestation. And I was like, oh my God, I need, I probably recorded this for myself today. Like, this is great. Like, and it was just nice to be like, I can actually go back and watch this and know that, you know, so that was a weird one where I didn't cringe too much, but it was like nice. (laughs) It's crazy to think that your past self is now helping your future self. Oh my God. Like I would never have thought that. Like it's just, it's so weird, but very, it was a very cool moment. I was like, all right. (laughs) Um, You talk about how you get lots of love from a lot of your videos, but you know, you put your whole life on social media and, and sometimes people aren't the nicest. Do you ever get any backlash from anything I have been honestly so lucky in touch wood I have been so blessed throughout my whole journey that I really haven't had well I look at my friends that sometimes get literally like slaughtered for different things and it's some terrible online bullies and whatnot I've been really lucky like of course I get some here and there about like just trivial things that I know I know who I am like it's just knowing people being like you don't really believe in this you don't really do this I'm like I don't know what I do but <laughs> but it, I'm, I'm lucky I don't have too many people like making really really hateful comments like you know there's some like your eyebrows are too big like they're so bushy you should get them waxed blah blah blah, blah. <laughs> but nothing too bad which I'm really grateful for but I guess I just have always kind of been quite upfront with my followers. Like, if you don't like this, if you don't like me, please leave because, like, it just – I'm not putting my whole heart and soul online to be torn apart by you. Like, it's to help. And, like – but I love – if there's ever anything people don't agree with, they're really great to kind of give more, like, constructive criticism, not really attacks. So, um, yeah, different maybe, like, environmental things or if I'm using plastic or, like, if – there's more like kind of more stuff like that. They're great to kind of ed- just educate me on a topic instead of attacking, which is so nice. Yeah. So thank you, everybody. <laughs> if you're listening, you did that. <laughs> is that sort of how you cope with um, like trolls and online bullies? Just remove yourself or do you ever like comment back? Or I honestly, I just ignore it or I'll yeah. remove the comment because what I've noticed, if there ever has been anyone that starts to get a bit mean, it's like a flow on effect. So if you leave the comment there, people get this like confidence to be like oh I can like bully you too because someone else did it's always like that first person so if I see one I'll just remove it yeah and it's not to avoid it it's just like we don't need that you don't need to have that there and like um I'll just remove it and because I've noticed if you leave it, it just creates this like thing and it's just a mess but yeah yeah <laughs> Um, can you give us any tricks like behind the scenes, things we don't know about, you know, creating YouTube videos um, or there's a lot that goes into it. Like yeah. a lot. It really depends what kind of video or, or what it is. Like, I mean, I don't really follow a formula for my videos. Like there could be a vlog or it could be like a sit down or like a mukbang. Like Sammy and I, <laughs> Sammy, Sammy Robinson, if you don't know her on YouTube, we always do eating videos together. Cause like we just find them hilarious. Mm. But I mean, there's always the stuff of like setting up the editing for me is what is takes me the longest. Cause as I said, I love creative videos. So for me, the editing is like my, like my spot where it could take me like, um, like a week to a month to like one video I'm working on right now. It's taking me literally the whole year because it's just trying to get the creative ideas for it to wow. be really authentic and amazing is like what I'm at it. Like people are like, when's the video coming out? I'm like, well, I'm just creatively a bit blocked. Like I don't really know what I'm doing with it, but I need a minute. It will come. <laughs> so that can be frustrating. Cause I'm like, I really want to get this out for everyone, but I want it to be something meaningful and amazing. So mm. that's probably, yeah, the BTS of it. And most creators will say the editing is like what 
takes the longest or like the setting up of the filming, you know, like, like all of this, like setting up a podcast as well, like the little twigs of it mm-hmm. is yeah. what takes the longest. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you mentioned Sammy. Do you, yeah. Does it help having, you know, people in the industry to, you know, buddy up with or give you some tips? Well, when when I first started, like, properly, like, doing, like, yep, YouTube's going to be, like, a full-time thing, this blogging, like, Instagram, etc. Um, Sammy and I had met each other, I think, like, a few months before. We, like, we probably, like, at the same time both decided that. And this was before I lived in Sydney. Um, I'd go, I'd come here and I'd stay with her and we'd, like, you know, collab. And it was so helpful having someone else in it that understood it too and, like, we both didn't have management at that time either. So we were like doing all of our emails and we're like, what are you like doing for this? Like, what are you doing for that? Like, so it was, it's so nice to have people that understand. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's great now that there's like so many more people in the industry that do it as well. It's like, you feel quite normal. But I used to feel literally like a weirdo because I was the only one in my whole friendship group or like anyone I knew that had this job that was like, people like how is this a job you know like (laughs) I'd be like I don't know but it just it is (laughs) do you ever get self-conscious like putting yourself out there a hundred percent and I feel like it's it's really like I guess I when I was younger I, I since I'd come from like being really overweight and feeling like I couldn't live my life properly to having this you know, I lost a lot of weight and had this freedom and finally felt like myself and I felt beautiful and I felt quite empowered and, like, strong um, to then kind of, I guess, this year, since it's become so saturated in Instagram, I guess we've all heard the conversations of, like, what is this actually doing to us? And I feel like within the past few months I really reflected on it and was like, oh, my God, I've never found myself questioning myself so much or my appearance or feeling so self-conscious. And I'm like like how did this happen like I'm me like I was like I would never like and I did and I have become really like honestly quite like a second guessing person and I literally last night was like who do I need to unfollow that's not actually that's making me like compare myself because it shouldn't I shouldn't be doing this and it's like trying to create another healthy like relationship with an online with the online world just because so much of my time is on it so I think yeah it's important to follow people that like you're not just sitting there comparing yourself to like I was like why do I need to follow like Hayley Baldwin like is she uh, like you know like all these like Kylie Jenner or Kendall like what why like I'm just gonna be looking at the photos going like oh that's like oh my god you know like it it was just (laughs) I it sounds dumb but I know a lot of us all follow these celebrities and I always reflect, I'm like, is this celebrity like fulfilling my life or inspiring me in any way? Like, no, maybe I like their outfits or like the way they look, but it's not actually helping my mental health, you know? So it's kind of being like strict on yourself. Like, do I really care enough about myself to do something to help me? Like, it's so small. It could be something as small as that, but yeah, it helps a lot. Did you ever have a role model or someone that you looked up? to growing up mainly my mom like she's such a strong I know everyone says their mom but like (laughs) really she she like was the one that really believed in me doing this like because I mean I didn't go to uni the minute I finished school I moved to Byron Bay like from Brisbane I was 17 and she just trusted I was like mom you just have to trust me like I know what I'm doing like I know it sounds dumb but like (laughs) I promise I'll be fine and like she kind of believed in me and like always um with this career as well, like she managed me for a bit. She was like, cause I was like, I don't know how to handle money. I don't know how to do accounting. She was like, I got it. We'll figure it out together. So she really inspired me just how she was kind of always quite positive and like you do what makes you feel good or what you're passionate about. Um, 
And yeah, it just gave me lots of great lessons to just be a good person, you know, which yeah. I think is what's actually helped more than anything in this like job. Yeah, definitely. She's a sweetie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I feel like we're at the point where we need to give like the final question of the day, Let's which is it. always my favorite question. Okay. <laughs> if you could go back and talk to your 16 year old self, what advice would you give yourself? Don't grow up so fast. My dad used to say that to me and I was like, shut up. Like, <laughs> I'm a mature young woman. Like, da, 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 da. But now that I'm 20 and I'm like, wow, I've like done a lot. Like I've actually done a lot. And the saddest thing that, and this is, I don't want this to be like really pessimistic, but I noticed that I was starting to not appreciate stuff as much that I used to be like, whoa, like about like I'd get so excited over the tiny little things, which is what I loved most about myself. Then I feel like I just decided that I had to grow up really fast because I guess I felt so much responsibility from like work and life and growing up and being like, you know, moving out so young. And I honestly feel like now that I'm 20, I'm like, whoa, I have so much time to do all of that and like so many people tell us that all the time. Like, you're still young. Like, you don't need to have it sorted out. Um, yeah, I tell myself that too. You don't need to know mentally as well what you're doing with your next, like, 10, 20 years. Like, you have time to kind of, like, explore and experience life and fail. And, like, the failing is actually the parts that are going to, like, help you the most because you learn so much. So that's what I would tell myself. My dad is going to be going, I just have to say. But, yeah, definitely that one. <laughs> Oh, that's amazing advice. Thank you so Thank much for you. coming yes. in today. It's Thank been a pleasure you. having Thanks you. for having me. I told you guys I talk a lot. <laughs> that's all we have time for today, girlfriends. But please make sure you subscribe to the podcast so we can drop into your ear holes every single week. Yes, rate, review, comment on the podcast. It means we can get into more ear holes every week. And don't forget you can find us on Instagram at beautybosspodcast and make sure you tell us what you want to hear more on this podcast and who you want to hear it from. Next episode, we'll be bringing you an awesome interview with another one of our favourite beauty girl bosses, so make sure you tune in. But until then, don't Don't forget forget to put put sunscreen sunscreen on your ears and neck. neck.